Blog Talk Radio. Yakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza Kick Radio. 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 The Yakuza Kick Radio. This is the bulldozer, Matt Tremont. And if there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m., Yakuza Kick Radio, Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us, Jesus! God and baby, Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on Thursday night, this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And it's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Fine, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your gym, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Bearded Dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, probably watching porn and have this muted. You should be listening to it, Jason Man. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on that cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you better be. Now look at that guy, you homie. Fuck that. Black dude. This bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. I think wrestling is for fucking retards. Welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio. I'm your host, Jake Amaris. So, uh, I got some stuff to cover today. Uh, I'm not sure if this is going to be a, a super long show. I, you know, I definitely have some things. We'll see. I, you know, once I start talking, it winds up being two hours. So, um, I guess I want to start off on uh, a note of condolences and, and, um, and that type of thing. A um, couple people in the professional wrestling world that uh, passed away. Uh, Supreme, uh, he was a legendary deathmatch wrestler from California, XPW um, veteran. Um, I can say honestly, because um, you know the theme of this and the rest of the show is, as always, is you know I speak straight. You know whether you know alive, dead, this, that. You know, it's it's going to come genuinely for me. So I can tell you straight up that I was never a fan of Supreme. But I'll tell you this. 
This dude marked his place in deathmatch wrestling by holding down the West Coast, and what XPW was doing was groundbreaking on their end. Um, they brought a lot to the table when they showed up. It was one of the first things you saw in like a, a Suncoast video back in the day that, that wasn't WWE. Very rarely would you see any kind of DVD distribution for anything that wasn't a Vince McMahon product or, you know, WCW. Um, so, you know, he got more exposure as a deathmatch wrestler early on before I knew fucking anything about CZW becoming a thing or, you know, even at Jersey All-Pro. I'm pretty sure I saw XPW DVDs in um, or, or VHS tapes in um Suncoast video before I saw any of the, the stuff that was closer to me than that. So through distribution and, and, you know, what he was doing over there, he was really making a mark for himself. And beyond that, I mean, the guy made a huge mark with so many wrestlers that I am a huge fan of, you know, he was very, very special in the lives of, um, you know, Messiah and um, B-Boy and Luke Hawks and, you know, a lot of guys like this that, you know, if they were out there doing their thing on the West coast, they were close with this guy. And that shows you that that's, that's a genuine good guy, you know, that did good for people and, and did good in the business. You didn't hear too many bad things about the guy, um, you know, so, you know, rest in peace to him, you know, definitely, um, not like fact checking is not my thing. So, um, but I, uh, you know, I don't know age-wise. I know he wasn't an old man. So, uh, but yeah, definitely too young, you know. Um, and the other one, which is, man, that's that's a rough one, is uh, Chad Gaspard. Uh, this dude, I'm pretty sure he was 39, 38, something like that. Um, that that's a rough one. Cause that just happened the other day. He was out swimming with his kid and, um, the, the rip current was pulling him back in. And, uh, to the point where they needed to be saved guard came out and he told him, you know, save my son first. And before they could do anything to help him following that, he got pulled out and he fucking wasn't seen again, you know, um, you know, fucking Chris Masters went swimming out into the fucking ocean or whatever the fuck he was doing because he, you know, when they called off the search, you know, people people were doing what they could. They were like, nah, I'm not trying to hear that. You know, that's. And again, like this is a guy who I didn't really have personal interaction with, um, outside of him working. Um, I think he worked the Jersey All Pro show. Um. But outside of that, you know, I you know, I had heard that he was a good dude and you could tell when they worked the the Jersey All Pro show that like it wasn't you know, a lot of times you get those guys that they come from the WWE and then they hit the indies and you could tell they're like they're above this shit and they probably got paid way more money than anybody else in the locker room and you know, they just they're just going through the motions, doing their fucking moves and gimmicks you saw on TV and taking it home. These guys seemed like they were happy to be there. Like they legitimately looked like, you know, this is a new place to wrestle. This is a new arena they're stepping into. And they were, you know, the crime time was just down to be there. And uh, I, I kept hearing that type of thing, you know, that cool as shit. 
so now like the stories are just really outpouring on like how good of a dude this dude is and uh or was and it's a damn shame, you know. Um accidents fucking happen on a on a regular basis and you never know. I mean any any day could be anybody's fucking day, so you know, rest in peace to that dude because he seemed like nothing but like just a great dude to have around, helps other people, you know family man you know condolences to his family you know so yeah that's it's it's sad stuff like that you just never know that that's a big powerful motherfucker too man if the, if waves are snatching guys like that yeah i don't fucking stand a chance like i'm staying the fuck out of the ocean forever you know not like i didn't know this shit before and not like i went into the ocean to begin with like it's just one of those things i really don't do i don't really don't fuck around with the ocean um, but it's reasons like this, you know what I mean? Because, look, man, I, I you know, I want to hit a pool or some shit like this, smaller body of water. Cool. The ocean's a big, powerful motherfucker, man. And uh, there's there's animals far larger than me in there. Um, the fucking strength of the water could, you know, claim you out there. Like, man, I ain't looking to, I ain't looking to do none of that. So, uh, yeah, you know. Alright, so move on from that Uh, try to change the tone a little bit Um, fucking Buff Bagwell That dude is a mess, right? You see this fucking guy? This dude looks like He just got the shit kicked out of him Like a half hour before that video You go on my page and see the video But, um, it looked like he got beat up Like, right before they said go Like and then he just stuck that hat on that he used to wear on WCW and, and started cutting his fucking promo. I think it was a cameo video or some shit. I don't... What the fuck is going on, man? I just... It's fucking brutal. Um, Like, that dude couldn't get sucked out to the fucking ocean. Yeah, I mean, you can't just, like, grab that dude out of his kitchen and throw him in the water, like... Satisfy the ocean gods. <laughs> you know, what the fuck, man? Um, these fucking, the, the whole shit with this, uh, coronavirus and what's going on with the economy and, and the, um, the, the outrage and now that it's, it's turned into a battle. And it just, it baffles me that this is what we've come to. What we've come to now is we've come to a country who has separated themselves into these two. And it's not its not even a political party anymore. It's just who's down with Trump and who's not down with Trump. You know? That, that's what it is. Because it's like he could say some shit that doesn't fall into anything Republican. But he said it and it's just that's the way they fucking feel. Um, it's just It's just madness. This guy said he's taking hydrochloroquine just because he thought it he sounded like it was a good thing. The doctors were like, yeah, I don't know if that works for that. And he's like, yeah, just, just going to start taking it now. Like, so I had, um, I had a thing, my fucking ear where for like over a week, I couldn't hear out of my left ear and it was fucked up. I feel like a lot of fluid in there and everything. And I was just fucking scared to go to the fucking doctor. I don't want to go anywhere near a fucking medical facility there in this thing. So finally, you know, it was over a week that I, the whole left side of my head was muted. I'm pretty sure the last time I did the show, it was like that. Um, you know, and I was just dealing with it, but it sucked, man. You know, yeah. Nice little, uh, 
sound bar fucking sound system for your living room with a nice big TV doing movie nights and you can barely hear the fucking TV at jacking it up like you're 85 years old. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Like, um, so finally I was just like, yeah, I, I got to go hit this fucking urgent care. So I went out there, you know, they set up the appointments and everything. So it's like, you're, you're fucking in, like you show up like exactly when like they're ready for you type thing. So I went like right in, yeah, they told me exactly what I thought I had, like ear infection, but I guess uh, whatever caused it to build wax and shit, but it fucking closed up my ear canal, so now anything that was in there was trapped in there, and uh, it just couldn't fucking come out, so um, I got the drops for the fucking, you know, the infection, and then the, uh, and it didn't really hurt either. You know, it was just like the whole fucking like pressure on the left side of my head and just couldn't fucking hear out of it. So, um, I got that shit cleared up because it was like, you had to do a couple of days at a drops to, um, clear the infection and then it would open up and then you could use some other drops to like flush that shit out. So did that whole thing. But like when you see like the type of panic that's going on and, uh, people acting crazy about like just wanting to be out of their house and it's there's there's such division and i just don't get it i don't understand it at all i mean if we're gonna create a conspiracy theory that's like the government is trying to fucking take us hostage you know how much harder that is than what they're doing right now they're having a hard time coming together on what they're doing right now and you're talking about them just fucking claiming us and shit. They, they don't have time for that. They don't have the, the the ability for that. I mean, they do have the ability to blow any fucking hillbilly off the face of the earth. But, you know, they definitely out firepower anybody if we think we're going to solve it that way. That's stupid as hell. I mean, go out front with your fucking gun. Like, it, it just, it makes absolutely zero sense as far as solution goes to this thing. But, um... Uh, yeah, like the masks and, uh, you know, it's crazy as hell. So I, I went to um, ShopRite to get the the reason why I even brought this up. I almost forgot it completely. Um, so I went to ShopRite to get the, the eardrops, you know, the prescription right on the fucking thing. It's like, you know, if you've been prescribed uh, hydrochloroquine, you're, you will only be allowed to get like a 12-day dose or a 12-day course or something. And then, like, albuterol inhalers, prescription or not, you can only get one, uh, you know, even if you have a refill. Like, you know, like, they're really limiting shit that's in high demand, like this hydrochloroquine, whatever the fuck it is. And Trump's like, yeah, I just, you know, I don't have the thing. I'm just popping them because, you know, I feel like they're a good idea. Just, like, I don't give a fuck. Again, Republican, Democrat, whatever. If you can't hear a human being say that and go, like, that's... What the fuck is going on with this guy? You know, because again, I'm not, I'm not some crazy hard leaning Democrat. I, I don't really, I'm not a political guy. You know, I will say I was proud to have Obama as our president. Very much so. He was very presidential. Um, he made you feel confident that shit was under control. When he came out there and made a speech, you, you weren't in question of whether we had the greatest country in the world. You know, all the things that Trump says, he doesn't make you feel that way. 
He he doesn't make you feel that way. He makes you feel like you walked into a bar with a guy who looks like he wants to start a fight. And you're like, I guess we're fighting today. You know, that's that's the attitude that he carries. It's just like fucking, I don't go fuck if you don't like it. You're probably with them. Fuck you too. And it's just like, dude, Jesus Christ. I didn't, I didn't know we were going this route today. You know, that's that's just like how he is. And um, very confrontational and um, just kind of speaks off the, you know, which I guess some people find refreshing. But in the same token, like you, you got to know when the wrong shit comes out. Otherwise, I, I don't even know what we're doing here. If the words don't even matter, you're just going to back anything that comes out of his mouth. I think that that's fucking wild. That that's real wild. So, um, this, this lady goes up to the fucking, uh, supermarket or whatever it is. You see the video on YouTube and yeah, I posted it on my page, but, uh, shared it whenever fucking, um, and she's just like right off to start. No mask on, coming into the fucking store. Here I come, motherfuckers. And the guy comes out. He's like, nah, man, you, you can't come in here without a mask on. She's like, not wearing a mask, not married. Go fuck yourself. And uh, medical condition or whatever you want to hear, just not fucking doing it, not doing it. And uh, he's like, well, I mean, we, like, we can get you a mask. Like, we could, we can provide one. <laughs> he's like, she's like, not going to do it. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. You know, she's just not having it, like. You can't make me do this. That's that you know. I have freedoms and all this other bullshit. And then she asked for the manager, which I'm sure that was not the first time in her life that she asked for a manager. I'm pretty sure this is a thing that she does. And then um, he he explains to her too, like, look, no, uh, this is the policy. This is this is what we have to do. And you know, we could provide a mask for you. And he this guy goes, we can shop for you. Like, imagine providing a fucking option for a person this fucking unreasonable that you're willing to take this fucking crazy asshole's fucking shopping list, go in the store and pick shit off the fucking shelves for her. Can you fucking imagine being like, yeah, she's being completely unreasonable. I don't know. You want to run fucking errands for her? Fuck no, I don't want to run I want to run her into the fucking street and tell her to stand there until traffic shows up. What are you, what are you fucking crazy? What the fuck is wrong with you? And she's like, no, no, you're not taking my credit card with my bank information. It's just like, dude, you've never ordered anything offline. Like, everything she's saying is just unbelievably wrong. Like, just like, uh, you're you're really, this is the stance? This is, this is where you're at in life? All right. This is our fucking problem, though, guys. Like, this is the issue. Not that, like, nothing is safe to open and, you know, we can't, like, slowly creak these doors back open and, you know, do it cautiously and make more of, um, you know, safeguards to everything we do and do, you know, things in a safer, more distant manner than we were used to doing, but still open a lot of the businesses to get the economy back going. This would make a lot of sense if it weren't for these cocksucking motherfuckers who are like, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. I'm not staying away from you. I'll cough in your direction if I feel like you don't agree with me. Like, these fucking people need to be put down. I mean, they just do. They just fucking do because they're standing in the way of fucking. You want to ask who's fucking holding you back? Who's holding fucking people back and, and ending you know, uh, businesses and, and things like that, you motherfuckers, 
you. Because if we could work as a fucking system, as a unit, everybody like, all right, whether I like you, I don't like you, I'm staying the fuck away from you. I, I'm cool with that plan. I'm going to cover my fucking face when I'm out in public. Because if I start to come down with some shit, even if it doesn't rock me, it might kill this fucking old lady over there. So you put the fucking mask on and it catches the fucking particles if you sneeze. You know, it doesn't keep you safe from coronavirus. I understand that whole thing of face covering doesn't doesn't do that. But the consistent thing is, yeah, if you sneeze, it's going to keep it into your fucking face. It's not going to allow it to shoot 20 feet across the fucking room. You know, that I don't know why that's difficult for people to understand. I, I fucking got into a thing with this guy on the... Um, the fucking 49er page. Because the, the groups suck. Groups fucking suck. I don't give a fuck what you're into. Don't join a group that, that says what you like on it. Because you're going to find the biggest assholes that have the same interest as you. You're going to be like, I have something in common with these people. And you're like, oh, shit. That doesn't matter at all. <laughs> like, that's that's what goes on with these fucking people. Because you go on there and it's just like, to sit there before you know it like someone's calling your favorite thing about the thing that you like and they like the one thing that they despise with everything they got and you're like oh oh, i didn't i didn't even know someone like you existed this is crazy like if your favorite player on the team is fucking uh george kittle fucking there'll be one motherfucker on the group that'll just be like that's the most overrated player in the nfl i'm a niner fan to to the death but fuck that guy and everything he stands for, his piece of shit family, like, and you're like, dude, I don't even, this is, are we on the same fucking page? Like, I, I don't get it. Um, and I'm not saying, like, someone shitting on George Kittle at the moment. I was using an example. But, so this guy's deal was, he posted um, a thing saying, you know, it was a meme or, like, a, yeah, it's a meme. It wasn't supposed to be funny, it just... I think that's what you call like the picture with the words, right? It's still a meme. I don't know. But uh, so it was like a picture and it had Odell Beckham, but a fucking, I don't know why it had him, but it had him. And then it said, uh, wasn't even about gay people. They just had him anyway. And then um, it said the NFL is testing out face masks, you know, for hopeful NFL opening type shit. So they're, like, exploring how they're going to do some kind of face coverings and shit. Because, honestly, like, you know, if we're still going into the summer like this, you're talking about in in September, multi-millionaires are going to fucking collide with each other for a couple months? I don't fucking think so. (laughs) There's no fucking way you're getting those guys out there like that. Like, you're going to get a good portion, but you're not going to get the whole league to just be like, all right, we feel safe. Dude, they could all retire. Every one of them could just be like, oh, I really liked football and I had a lot left in me, but you know what? I, I got millions of dollars and I and I really don't want to risk my health. So guess what? I'm retired. And then when I feel fucking safe, I'll come out of retirement and you'll fucking pay me or trade me to someone who will fucking pay me. So, you know, it, it would be easy enough for the league to kind of pretty much go on strike. Um They've gone, you know, these leagues have gone on strike over smaller things. But this dude is posting it like, oh, Jesus Christ, what are they going to do next? And it's like, yo, like, this is so minimal. I don't know why this face mask thing is so offensive to so many people. 
Like, I'm fine with it. Like, it, motherfuckers seem to love Halloween. And now, all of a sudden, face masks are, like, a terrible fucking thing. It's like a burden on their life. You know? It's just fucking crazy. <laughs> you know, I love the argument, too. Like, I can't breathe with them on. Okay, imagine the fucking ventilator situation. Because that's way harder than a mask. Like, that's <laughs> that's a world's apart. You know, you have to have the machine breathe for you. So the mask where it's a little harder, like, you know, I don't know. But yeah, he's he's all riled up about it. And then uh, I just said, dude, like like what I just said, you really think multimillionaires are going to start running into each other for our entertainment? You know, I understand they're getting paid millions of dollars, but, you know, you get enough of them together with the players union and it's it's not fucking going down uh, at all. Like the whole season. So my thing is like, dude, empty stadiums, you know, the face mask deal. They could put those fucking shields to come down, you know, past the fucking mouth. I mean, honestly, they could do a lot with those fucking helmets because they could just equip that fucking helmet to keep the shit out. You know, I mean, it's not the easiest thing in the world, but it can be done. Um, so we'll see. You know, I'm, I'm hoping. But you have people that are in these fucking groups that are just like, no. That's fucking ridiculous. Nobody's fucking showing. This, this guy tells me to show me proof that face masks work. Just like, dude, I don't know. I think this is like one of those fucking insane clown posse songs. Like uh, where they ask how things work. That's the only, I don't even understand how to communicate with this human. Just like, dude, I, so, so you really think they'll just be football and no masks and everything will just be completely fucking normal. There hasn't been like you know, legitimate professional sports played. I mean, UFC, that's, you know, that's completely different. That's Dana White doesn't give a fuck. He's, you know, he's like one of those, you know, carny type, just like, don't give a fuck who has to die for me to make money type shit. And maybe, you know, these bigger leagues are too, but there's also unions and shit put together to protect the players. And like, there's a little bit more decision-making than just, you know, the boss wants to run a fight, you know, like, so baseball still hasn't run less contact than football. Basketball hasn't finished their fucking season, less contact than football. But motherfuckers are like, you're not putting masks on my fucking team. Fuck you. I, who, why the fuck do you need to wear masks? And it's like, ah, guys, I, I don't even understand. I have a hard time comprehending the other side. I just do. People that are that fucking riled up about, like, the the simple parts of this. It's not even the bigger part of it where it's like, all right, we'll open your job. You can go back to work. You know, we're going to be safe about this. I fuck safe. I'm not doing safe. <laughs> just like, wait. Did, I mean, did you hear the part where you're going to be able to, like, pay your mortgage again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about that. Don't fucking even think about my freedoms. So like I don't I don't think that's what we were doing there. We were just saying like when you go back, so like we keep people working and we keep the businesses open, you just put the mask on so that way like you know, we don't have to shut the whole fucking thing down again. You shut it down again, fucking come for my guns and it's like I don't think you're listening to me at all. You know? <laughs> and now like the mask is is like a fucking like a, a curse word to some of these people. Um yeah, I, I don't understand. You know what else I don't understand? Leo fucking Rush. Um, so this guy, 
he took some kind of shots at Mark Henry saying that like Mark Henry has held down black people in the WWE for all these years. And, and Mark Henry fired back with something just saying like, you know, he, he could take this shit to a lawyer and he's, he said, dude, like if you're just trying to sell albums and you're trying to, um, you know, get a buzz around something between us and you just called me up and said, I want to do this to create a buzz. He's like, I would have worked with you with it. We would have, we would have amped it all up. Like we couldn't stand each other. He's like, but you just coming at it like this and then putting me in this light after I had my whole career, you know, helping people out, you know, and, and he, he ended it pretty much saying, I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say any of the like specific shit I said, but, um, and he ended it by saying, like, you know, if you would just apologize and mean it, that's that's all I need. But that'll never happen out of Leo, you know. At least I don't think so. But that dude, you know, he's just been a jerk-off since day one. You know, and Joey posted some shit on Twitter, you know, supporting him and stuff because that's his guy. But, like, man, he's been a dick since day one. In my opinion, if the locker room checked him from the start, and just said, look, man, we don't, we don't handle shit like this. We, you know, we earn our respect, you know, can't just be like too entitled about shit. You know, you're talented, but so is this motherfucker and that motherfucker. And they're humble about it. Like you're just like this dude was trying to charge me, you know, a hundred dollars to do a fucking podcast interview for no longer than 45 minutes. This dude was like two years in the business when he was asking this type of shit. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I interviewed fucking Chris Hero, fresh out of the WWE, for like a fucking hour. You know, not that this is like, you know, the pinnacle of all interviews. I'm just, I just, just for an example, like this is, and he didn't ask me for a dollar. You know what I mean? Like that's, I've never paid for an interview. It's never going to happen. I'm definitely not um, that interested to, 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 to pay, you know, to interview somebody. And I think that's pretty, you know, I mean, coming up July, 10 years never pay for an interview so that's you know that's something i could say different than a lot of these jerk offs on these little fucking uh what is that shit called the death hour or something they do a fucking facebook live put a bunch of people on it and call themselves a podcast and then everybody who clicks on it and goes hey what the fuck is this shit that's a that's a view <laughs> so they they count that as like fucking you know like actual viewers or listeners and this and that it's, it's ridiculous. But, um, and I, and like I said, I'm pretty sure that they're paying people on top of it because they're like super marked out. They're into that type of shit. You know, they're into really just like sweating wrestlers and fucking just, just getting them on the phone with them. You know, they, they don't have anything interesting to bring to the table. They're they're not looking for a legit conversation that might go somewhere. It's just, you know. But um but yeah, um Leo just he's always come off arrogant that way. And um, you know, he, he was one of these calling the WWE racist and then, you know, ACH stole his thunder and went <laughs> went to the next level with it. But, um, you know, he was pulling that shit already and getting spots and getting, you know, TV time and all this stuff, you know, and again, Leo's super fucking talented, but you know, the attitude is, is something else. And then, you know, he came out of the WWE 
once he got released, and then he's like, yeah, I might never wrestle again. And it just looks like, you know, when the pretty girl tells everybody she's ugly just so she could hear differently. Yeah, that's what it seems like because everyone's like, no, you can't stop wrestling. And, ah, this fucking guy. And now he's doing this Mark Henry shit. So I don't know. I mean, you know. And, and, you know, I saw Joey saying something along the lines of, like, I don't care how Leo acted in the WWE. Like, Mark Henry needs to stop being a bitch. And it's like, well, so it's okay if, if Leo's being a bitch, but not if Mark Henry reacts to it. Like, then I'm, you know what I mean? Like, it all starts with Leo being a bitch about shit. But, you know, it, it turns around like, oh, Mark Henry's the, come on, man. That that's just. Uh, let me see what else I got. Uh, let me let me go hit the topics. Um, I haven't watched uh, the. What you call it? Let me see. I'm trying to look for my questions, so. I'm over here fucking scrolling on my Facebook. All right. Uh, Teddy Hart, uh, touch that real quick. Um, he's just, he's doing his fucking Facebook again. Uh, the, the Facebook, the, the YouTube, the, you know, he, he's all at the fucking podcast. I don't know what the fuck it takes for this guy to get locked the fuck up and stay there. I get, I don't know if this coronavirus thing helped him out at all where, where he got a little bit of leniency of like fucking, Hey, go, you can get out and then come back. And cause supposedly the charges are hitting in July. So I guess if he gets past July, but he's gotten a lot of fucking leniency to kind of just run around and fucking do YouTube videos. I don't know. Um, but I 100% think, I mean, they started that podcast. I don't know if that podcast was um, the promo video they did. They did the, uh, like a teaser trailer or whatever you want to call it. And that thing said, um, it just had like a Teddy Hart promo on it. And you listen to the promo and it's just him cutting a promo on all these fucking Mexican wrestlers and saying that like, I'm coming for you. And then saying like if Jack Evans could join him or he's he's gonna fight him too down there, but it's like a promo all about like taking over Mexico. So I don't know if this is like like the precursor to him just like fucking jumping charges and shit and and going down to Mexico and staying there. But that's well, not that it would be surprising for him to just tell on himself. But I just thought it was a really funny way to start a fucking podcast. Uh, maybe they just pulled a promo from some other time because I don't know. I I don't really follow Teddy like that to know like his, you know, his promo history or anything like that. But um, but yeah, uh, apparently uh, May twenty fifth, they're starting a new season. <laughs> it's funny, they mark it like a season. Like <laughs> they didn't have like major fucking blowouts and fucking this guy go to jail. <laughs> that was just the end of the season. <laughs> the way that they see their life is really funny. Um, 
Let me see. I'm just trying to fill in the blanks because, you know, a lot of people say like the same type of thing. Um, there are stuff that I already covered. Um, Steve Milan's asking me about uh, Teddy Hart's podcast, uh, Supreme and, and Shad. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Um, I didn't watch the Owen Hart one. I, I only watch him here and there. Um, I watched the Road Warriors one the other night. I thought that was pretty good. Those are some bad motherfuckers, man. And they were definitely um, saying <laughs> that uh, Hawk would like, he would just go fucking wrestle over there in Japan with Animal. And then Animal would go back to the hotel to go to sleep. And he'd go hang out with the Yakuza and cut people's fingers off. Like, because he'd come back with like tons of fucking money from them. And he was telling people like, yeah, like if shit doesn't work out, you get your fingers cut off. Like. So I have a feeling like he was like an enforcer when he was over there, like a traveling enforcer. But uh, yeah, that's that's wild shit. Um, I don't, yeah, I haven't kept up on it. I've watched some of them, but I've just really, I, I fell out of paying attention to wrestling. You know, instead I see all the shit that goes online. I can react to this and that that goes on. Just it's just like a news feed. And, you know, oh, how do I feel about this or how do I feel about? But as far as actually watching anything of wrestling substance, I, I, I don't. I just really don't. Um, so, yeah, I haven't seen the Owen one. I don't know that I want to. I was watching the pay-per-view when that shit happened. Like, I remember sitting in fucking uh, Danny's basement, and we had the, the pay-per-view on, and they just fucking... His music was hitting, and... uh they just cut to the fucking announcers and they had these just like stunned faces and they're like, Oh, I don't folks. I don't know. You know, they didn't know what to do and they had to like battle their way through it. And, uh, yeah, that, that was fucking, that was some shocking shit. And Vince is, I mean, absolutely disgusting for just continuing rocking with the show, making all his, uh, friends and coworkers and all that go out there and just continue wrestling, you know, and not even take the next night off for raw, like just, you know, just powering through. And I mean, he's got that, the show must go on shit, but like, that's some pretty disgusting shit. So I don't know that I really want to watch that. I don't want to watch the Benoit one, you know, I know, I know the end result of those things that happened and I don't really need to know like every little extra detail. So, I didn't really know all of that shit about Hawk, you know, and it, I actually want to go back. There's a few things that I have somewhat of like a urge to go back and watch. And that's, um, old road warrior stuff, because I mean, when they were really doing their thing, I was young and I, I didn't really know from, you know, stiff and, you know, these guys are really, you know, fucking, you know, throwing these dudes around and those dudes really, <laughs> are scared across the ring from these guys and shit like that. Like I didn't, I was too young for that part of it. You know what I mean? But now if I go back and I can see like, Oh yeah, I've heard all the shit and how dominant they were and you know, how badass they were. But again, it was a different age. It was a different era that I was watching it in. You know, now I think I'd appreciate it a lot more. So I might go back and watch some of that stuff. Um, let me see what else. Um, 
Enzo's fucking anti-COVID song. I don't give a motherfuck about Enzo. Um, and the only reason I knew about that Enzo song was from Wrestling Soup, my guys over there. They did like a pretty much a whole episode breaking these fucking song down. And man, it's it's bad. It's really, really bad. Like, I wish Joey Janela could fight so he'd have knocked this fucking dude out. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. And, um, you know, it wound up the way it wound up. But like, you know, I, I like Joey as a person more than I liked Enzo. So that would have been good. And then if he made a stupid song later, I mean, at this point, I feel like everybody's locked up anyway. Like Joey should start dropping diss tracks. You know what I mean? He should just rap battle this dude. At the very least, it'd be entertaining. Because, uh, I mean, I know what fucking Enzo's bringing to the table is, is, is bad. It's, it's very bad. So I don't, I don't know. This fuck you COVID one nine song like I didn't you know, that'll that'll show that COVID this guy <laughs> um I don't know anything about Roman Reigns Becky Lynch who's gonna replace him. I, I don't I don't know I guess I, I don't need Roman Reigns I guess isn't working because he's worried about getting sick or something and Becky Lynch is pregnant that's like all I know. I don't know who's there to, to replace him because I just don't really watch it. Um, let me see. And Brian asked, uh, have I ever given any thought to being a personal trainer or working at a gym? I have. Um, I, I kicked that idea around uh, maybe a year or two ago because I started thinking about it. And I definitely have a very strong motivation and drive. So if I get going on something, I really feel like I could be beneficial in somebody, you know, wanting to push themselves because I could help them really push themselves to the next level. Um, I don't have any schooling. I have no know-how, uh, no knowledge, no, you know, I'm not qualified to be a fucking personal trainer by any stretch of the imagination. It would take some schooling. I'm really fucking bad with paying attention to books or schooling of any sort. I'm sure that comes through on the po- <laughs> on the podcast over the past ten years, but uh, but yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not really gonna be able to get through some kind of course or something like that. Um, it would have to be like on the side, fucking someone paying me, uh, fucking you know, show them a bunch of stuff and just motivate them to do the things that I've learned, you know, because I'm just you know picking things up as I've I've gone, but I'm. Um, you know, nowhere near, you know, certified to be a personal trainer or anything like that. But, you know, I thought about it cause I've seen on like private personal trainer side of things, dudes get paid pretty well. A lot of the times through the gyms, I don't think they get paid as well. Like if you work for the gym, cause I've heard like people who work for like retro, they don't get shit. But, um, yeah, I'm sure like those plant of fitness, chicks that are walking around sipping a fucking culotta while they're telling people to do this machine and that machine. I'm, I'm, I can't imagine they're making some crazy money because half of them seem retarded and people are just like out of shape and trying their damnedest to fucking turn it around and just assholes like <laughs> sipping the bottom of the fucking culotta while they're fucking talking to them. Like it's, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I could train me very well. <laughs> so um, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm helping um, 
you know, Nina and Kel's out for doing this kill cam thing in the backyard. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that, doing some innovative stuff out there, um, which I really give a lot of credit to um, Coach Payne. Uh, he's a dude who did like motivational speaking type thing. Um, he's a fitness trainer. And uh, he did a lot of like the opening speeches before races. He did a couple of races that I did. And he talked to you and you were just like, yo, I I could tear a fucking wall down right now. Like he knew how to amp you up. And even in his warmups before the races, because not all races even offer warmups. They'll have like a little area like warm up over there. Some motherfuckers stretch to this side, stretch to that side, and then they go just running out on the fucking race. You know, this this guy had you doing like, like a routine out there. I mean, he got you fucking ready. Um, but if you watch like his stuff on Instagram and, uh, you know, Facebook and whatever, he does some real innovative shit. He'll do it with, you know, just body weight, you know, but it's not, it's not your basic exercises, but you know, anyone who knows anything about fitness, they'll tell you muscle confusion is very, very important. So this dude takes, you're out of your comfort zone and does some shit that you didn't think of before. Some people might look and be like, what the fuck is he doing? Do, do a couple sets of those, whatever he's doing. And then get back to me on, Oh shit. That actually felt like, so, you know, it's, it's a lot of functional fitness stuff, but it's very innovative. He'll take a rec bag and he'll do fucking 15 different exercises with that same bag. He'll take, you know, a kettlebell and do you know all of this so there's a lot of different things you could do and in these times it's very very beneficial because if you can get you know a little handful of equipment bring that out to the yard and then just fucking just do it all sorts of different ways like do a bunch of different things we're doing like um kind of like sled pulls um with the battle rope and i'm tying it to one of the wreck bags drag that shit all the way across the yard Fuck, as soon as it gets to you, you fucking sprint to the other side, pull that shit back, you know, do a couple of reps of those. And yeah, I mean, they, you know, that, that works real well. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different things you could do. Um, we're doing, um, bag slams with the, with the little 12 pound rec bag, put it on a tarp, have one person drag it backwards. The other person drags it backwards and they, you know, they stop every couple feet. As they stop every couple of feet, you're sidestepping and you got to keep slamming that bag as they go. And then you head back in the other direction. So like stuff like that, um, like farmers walks around the yard with buckets with weights in them. Um, I mean, I'm doing a pretty big um, set. I mean, takes like, um, you know, a little over an hour usually. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're getting it in. So, um, that's, that's what I'm doing right now as far as fitness and, and all this. Um, let me see. I think that's all I got for that. All right. That's all I got. So I'm going to go into this fucking topic and... This isn't, you know, this isn't going to be fucking well received as far as I'm concerned. I I don't really give a fuck because, again, like, I feel how I feel about things. And I don't bury my fucking morals 
for anybody. And it's just tough to fucking get people to understand that. Because, like, the, the honesty comes across to people, and they, I was reading my phone. I wasn't really pausing that heavily over this. But um, they don't seem to understand that you can't have it both ways. You're either set on your morals and you could fucking stand and fucking shout about how you feel. Or you look really hypocritical when you bury those morals for tremendous amounts of time and facilitate. Like, So DJ Hyde sold whatever rights, whatever, and then they repackaged a lot of the female uh, pay-per-views, uh, WSU shows and, and this and this. And they turned it into what looks like porn. And, you know, I mean, that's like, to me, first off, it, it's a silly shit ever. Cause you can't imagine one of these dorks, like fucking spending $20 getting a fucking box of tissues and all the fucking, like this motherfucker's ready. And then he just turns it on and watches two hours of shitty fucking wrestling and goes, wait, what the fuck? Cause there's, it says like all Oh, what the fuck was the the title? I forgot the title now. It was some disgusting shit. Or it was like all fucking... uh, Jesus. Ah. All assets revealed. There's some shit like this. Let me see if I have it screenshot still. I had it, but... Trying to get rid of that shit. Um, Yeah, I, I can't find it. Oh, no, there it is. Yeah, all assets revealed, you know, and, and it's just fucking, it's just insanity, you know, th- this is like, this is what this shit is being sold as, it's it's gross, DJ is a fucking scumbag, and to allow your shit to be handled that way, as it's, it's right up the alley for DJ though, because here's the thing, everybody facilitated DJ doing what he's doing, everybody is fucking guilty for allowing DJ to have a platform to do everything he's done. And that's make CZW look like a fucking shindy make fucking CZW a place that's creepy as fuck for women. Um, make fucking, you know, so many things bad about the company and everybody continuing to play there and, and hang out there. This is what fucking gives him the power to do that. If he bought the fucking company and everyone was like, dude, I ain't fucking working for that asshole. And they walked away. He'd be standing there with his fucking, his three letters and went like, oh shit. And I know that's hard because, you know, people want to take bookings and, you know, that that's how the wrestlers make their money. But the problem with this is, and the straight honesty about it is, Half of these motherfuckers are playing make-believe. That's all this is. All the fucking indie wrestling is is a lot of fucking people making playing make-believe. And the rest of the, you know, what's left being able to be marketable on television. Being able to be, um, you know, legit fucking athletes to the point where, like, someone should be paying to watch this. But 90 fucking percent of these people are fucking just playing make-believe. Because you take just about the whole shindies, and then you add half of the fucking the, the companies in there too, and, and especially 
women's wrestling is is another side of that that I'll get into. But you know, DJ has done shitty things with CZW throughout. And I know that this is just like a lot of times it's like people can get away with this, they can get away with this, they can get away with this, but if they hit this topic, oh, everything's got to stop. You know, and that's that's what it is with it. I'm fine with CZW ending however the fuck it ends. Because I was a diehard fan of CZW. And I went every month and all of that. Once it gets to the point where the image of CZW is that place sucks, how many years can that go on before that first part that I was I was really into isn't even its identity anymore? It's clearly not the current identity. But in the long run, 10 years from now, if someone talks about CZW, they're going to be like, isn't that that shit company that DJ Hyde was running? You know, how many years can DJ run it before it completely overshadows the good portion of it that, you know, especially a lot of these young wrestling fans now, they weren't even alive for it. They either weren't alive for it or they were like three years old. So, you know, they had to have picked up tapes or went back and, you know, it's a hard sell. So, I I mean, I've been wanting CZW to end for a long time and people get upset. Oh, how could you say that? It's it's a boy's need a place to, dude, then then one of you motherfuckers could take the place of this guy because, you know, that's it. As soon as this is gone, something else pops up, you know? And, and I mean, it does come back down to John Zandig because if Zandig never sold the company to this fucking idiot, we wouldn't be in this situation. If he just said, look, I'm just fucking burying this because I'm not letting the, the you know, the image, I'm not letting uh, everything I, I put forth to be fucking tarnished. By someone I don't think it could keep it going. I'll just bury this. It's just over. But then you got to eat that fucking money because it's it's worth something for you to sell it. So I get it in 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 the aspect of selling it rather than just bury you know stopping it. But in the same token, DJ was clearly not going to be the right guy ever. Ever. I mean, I I think a DJ back to fucking when. I was just a fan. I mean, still, well, I'm just not a fan anymore. That's the only difference between me me now and then. But I was a fan, and Danny Havoc versus Brain Damage was an an amazing match. Like, that shit, you know, had fans bugging the fuck out, wanting to see that again. When we finally thought we were going to see it again, it was set up for that to happen. And for a heel angle... They ruined the only chance that we had to get that fucking match again. They, they, we wanted that fucking match bad. The fucking guy's music hits. Next thing you know, DJ's music hits. It's a three-way. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? You know, that it just it completely blew something that everybody wanted. And it, you know, yeah, it's it's all fun and games where you're like, yeah, but that's a heel thing because you're supposed to make them not like it. Yeah, but you're not supposed to ruin the fucking show. You know, that's that. There's a difference between like making the fans not like you and sending the fans home fucking unhappy. You know, it, that's not that's not a good business model to be like, make them hate you so much that they. they don't they consider not coming to the show next month? Like that's ah, not really. Somebody's got to bring them back up. 
And if there's no option of doing that because you ruined the thing that they were looking forward to, then that's not so great. That doesn't make you the greatest heel in the in the world like he thinks he is. It makes you just in the way, something that no one wants to see. So, um, you know, he, he's just been a fucking burden since he showed up. I mean, he was, you know, also Danny Havoc's first feud where he was just dropping Danny on his head. And no one was like, just DJ guy's a beast. Nobody thought that. They were just like, this Danny Havoc guy is out of his fucking mind. Like, holy shit, this Danny Havoc is fucking sick. He's taking these head bumps. He's get DJ threw him over the fucking rope with the on the tied to the stretcher. Like, dude, uh, you know, that's that shit. That wasn't any credit to DJ on that. It, it wasn't. It was just Danny was willing to die, proved that shit his entire career, and he came out of the gates that way. You know, I mean, that's just that's what stood out amongst all of that. So he was never an asset. And once he got into owning CZW, as far as I'm concerned, when he first got there, he had somewhat of a, oh, shit, people love CZW. I own CZW. The people love me. They love my thing. It's fucking CZW, and it's my CZW. So he kind of kept it like CZW for a bit because it just felt good to just be doing the thing and being the guy who was top of it, even though he didn't know what to do. And, you know, he'd cut fucking weird promos where he was trying to be a heel, but then he'd tell you that like your favorite wrestler was getting flown in next month. So it was like, you're like, I fucking hate you people, but uh, I'm bringing June Kasai back. And it's like, oh, it's like, dude, you don't even, <laughs> you couldn't send someone else out there to give the good news. You're trying to play a heel so bad. Like it's, it's so stupid. Um, but yeah, like it, he was never good at it. But initially, I think he was trying to keep it somewhat CZW because he was just in awe of of where he was. And then after a little bit, um, combination of things, I think he got a little ego. Um, he started to think that he earned what the fuck he did, which he really just bought what he did. And he started to take, you know, the credit the CZW would get as a company via its performers. He would take it as personal credit that he created this, which, again, anybody else could have started the company and the same set of people would show up and do, you know, what they were doing. It wasn't really a a creation. He was he was working off a blueprint that was given that that he liked so much that he bought. So that's kind of what it was. And. He he hung on that for a little bit, but once the once the ego kicked in, and then the other people who were working in the company started seeing weakness, you know, so that the wrestlers there would see weakness. So you saw the different periods. You could just go back through the DVDs and look through the DG, DJ era CZW, and it's just like, well, at one point, fucking Drake was in DJ's ear. Fucking all of Indiana was booked. Like the fucking, the fucking, uh, the whole fucking state was booked. Everybody from fucking Naptown's fucking uncle and cousin were booked on the show. And then you saw that like, oh, okay, well, uh, fucking uh, Sammy, Sammy got in in there 
whooped fucking everybody in in Ohio. Fucking half of the Cavaliers had you know run-ins during the show, it, like crazy shit. And it was like blatant. It was just like, oh, he he clearly likes these guys. So these guys, or you know, they just they just uh, let DJ wrestle over in fucking Europe. So now five fucking guys from Europe that nobody was asking for over here amongst lists and lists of of wrestlers that the fans are begging for like five European guys that nobody asked for are coming over. You know what I mean? Like shit like that he'd do on a regular basis. Or suddenly we got like a NYCW fucking invasion of a bunch of fucking guys that again, no one wanted to see Poseidon or whatever. Fuck dude. What? You know, shit like this. So it just became a a way for him to get booked where he wanted to get booked to use it as like a barter system. But it it was never about doing what the fans wanted. You know, there, there became such a level of arrogance through that time. And I'd have him on the show and, you know, I'd call him on a lot of things. And his answer was always kind of like, yeah, you know, you really, you know, you don't understand everything. There's a lot, you know, that's not just that easy to do and this and that. Like he would bullshit his way through telling fans that you might want this card this way, but there's a lot of reasons why that's not really possible to do financially or for this or for that or schedule wise to line that up is like just virtually impossible for a lot of reasons behind the scenes, da, 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 da. So, Brett Lauderdale, Danny DeMano, start doing GCW. And immediately, they're booking all of the things that DJ said was impossible to book. So now it's like, oh, okay, what's up? You know, like, you told us for all this time, this shit couldn't be booked, and then... They're they're just nonstop booking exactly what the fans want. So that's when the crowd started coming away. The crowd was mad for years. The crowd was mad for a lot of lot of years of hearing DJ's bullshit. Seeing DJ's nonsense and the way things were booked and um just inconsistency. You know, you had a lot more misses than you had hits. And then when you follow that with, okay, they have another option right up the road and they're giving them everything they want, including the wrestlers that they like on your show are working over there. He had no fucking option anymore. Now he had to just watch his fans walk away and he already had his ego so jacked up that he he couldn't even understand why. Like he just, he's just watching them walk away going, that's fine. They'll be back. Like, (laughs) no, they won't. (laughs) And they haven't. Um, and, you know, this has just been fucking DJ's ride of CZW. Well, amongst that, too, he... And, look, I haven't heard as many stories about Maven. Maven's a fucking creep, too. You know, I, I've put that shit out there on Facebook many a times. He he says a lot of fucking creepy-ass shit on Facebook. And, um, you know, you, you could just tell. Like, this dude's... There's issues there. Um... But as far as DJ goes, he's been abusing his power as the owner of a company, uh, head trainer of the school. Um, and then he went and bought WSU. And when it comes down to it, WSU is not a fucking bit. It's not a wrestling business venture. 
WSU is not. Um, it's it's not a wrestling product. It's really not. It's a shindy. It's it's an all female shindy. And you got some talented girls in there. Outside of that, it's it's mostly a horrible show. Barely any attendance. No way does it fucking feed back what you put out to to put on the show. That that's why half the time they'd run them as double headers because they're already using the building that day. So I guess they I don't know how that works. Extend your hours or whatever the fucking case is, and you just run them both back. Yeah, you know, then you have the chairs there that day. All that. I don't know how that works, but it seems like that's what they were doing. They would just double header those shows. But there were always always stories about DJ being fucking creepy. Now, DJ, like, back to the sup girl thing. So he had um, DM'd Lefisto, sup girl. And it was, like, such a running joke for so many fucking years. Now, you know, I've been told that that has nothing to do with it, and that was harmless. Well, we're talking about the same exact person who's responsible for the other things that we're talking about. So maybe it wasn't harmless. Maybe it was a red flag. Maybe it was a warning sign that everyone wanted to laugh at. But when it came down to it, you stayed working for this fucking creep. So now, like, you know, this stuff's all put out there. And because people got mad about the pay-per-view thing, now they're coming out with, DJ did this and DJ said this and remember when he said this and you know he said this to me the one time so there's a lot of players in in that side of things Lefisto came out and really put out a whole statement saying I'm not a porn actor and we're not here for this and we you know trained all these years and we work really hard and we didn't sign up to be called you know porn actresses or anything like that um I understand any women who were working there being upset about um, the marketing of this and it being spun around like like it's going to be porn uh, in this bait and switch that they're running. I don't. I guess that's the only thing I could call it because I mean it's it's not porn. I mean it, um, it in itself is not. Um, but what I will say on the other side of things is customs are porn. They are. So if you, you're out there doing fucking customs, that shit's not for wrestling enthusiasts. That's a fucking fetish. So you might not be doing a nudity. You might not be doing, you know, any kind of actual sexual act, but your product in that, in that light, in in that application, it is made for a fetish. That's who it's selling to. That's exactly who customs are selling to. And nobody is in the dark about that. Nobody doesn't know that. So if you do do that, let's stop with the fucking, it's not, how dare you call us a porn, this or that. Again, DJ is wrong. DJ is a fucking creep. That should never have gone on there. I'm just saying when the outrage goes to a certain point where you start using certain phrases, the phrases should line up with your actions. So that that's my issue there as far as eh, it's not porn. Yeah, that the wrestling that you're doing in the ring there is not porn. Um, you know, the the fucking 
the eight by tens holding, you know, your hand over your tits. Mm, we're heading towards porn. That's not for your wrestling ability. That's that's not for your pure athleticism that you're selling on the merch table. And when you're selling gear, that's not because you had the most amazing match that they want a piece of. You're not the fucking great Muda. You're really not. You know, you're the third match on a fucking women's wrestling show, an all-women's wrestling show. Believe me, no one's buying your gear because your match was fucking insane and, and $200 sounds about right for what you were wearing that night. That's not what the fuck's really happening. Let's stop pretending. Just... We just can't we we just can't be in that level of denial. We just can't do it. You know, you got the OnlyFans or the fucking uh, Patreons or the uh, private Snapchats or whatever the fuck you got, and you're letting them into this creepy kind of sort of fucking hint around, but not really, you know, buying you shit uh, customs. This is all more in the world of adult entertainment than it is wrestling. All of those things. And those, I would say, you know, oh, fucking uh, Amazon wishlist. Do, do you think, how many how many people do you think were buying, uh, you know, let's rest in peace, Shad. From what I heard, great dude. How many people were lighting up his Amazon wishlist, do you think? You know, how many, how many do you think we're, we're doing that? How many people are hitting up Daniel Bryan's fucking Amazon wish list? Do you think Brittany Blake is fucking a better wrestler than Daniel Bryan? No, but, um, do you think her fucking Amazon wish list has been, uh, fulfilled more times than fucking Daniel Bryan? I I'd say so. I mean, granted, he doesn't put his shit out there like that. But why are you? If it's about athleticism, it's about this, it's about that. What? Well, why? Why are you putting it out there that way? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's so much of like, take all you want from these creepy motherfuckers, and then be startled when they act like the creepy motherfuckers they are. That doesn't make any sense. I don't care who likes it. Uh, you know, Chrissy took a very strong stance on this. And, you know, I have done my best to not go crazy. Like, not not like Barry fucking Chrissy. Because I like Chrissy. I, I think Chrissy's a good person. I, I like her. You know, we babysat her dog. Um... You know, I known Chrissy for years via, you know, being a wrestling fan and meeting her at the CZW shows and, you know, um, and, and I think she's, she's a good person. I think she's, she's nice like her. So I try not to, you know, go in that area. You know, I, I try not to like bury her like that. Um, and I don't think she's going to like anything I have to say. But understand that I'm definitely not going in, in in comparison to what I, you know, the, the the things that I could say. But I I, I gotta say some things. 
So Chrissy's going off, and she's saying that, like, um, she'll die on this fucking hill. DJ doesn't understand I'll die on this fucking hill. No, you won't. No, you won't. Because here's the thing. Everybody knew DJ was creepy, and they stayed fucking working for him. For the hopes of some other opportunity, for the hopes of something else coming up, or just fulfilling their make-believe fantasy land fucking wrestling ever uh, fantasy that they wanted to fulfill. They just wanted to be a wrestler, and this was the place where they can do it. The thing it used to be, as far as CZW goes, was a thing of the past a long time ago. Everybody knew exactly what they were getting into. Does that make DJ um, have the right to do any of the things he did? No. I'm talking about adults fucking keeping themselves safe. And if they're looking out for other people, which you don't have to, you don't have to. You can you can go out for yourself and, and fucking make sure that shit doesn't happen to you. And if it if it happens to somebody else, hey, that ain't me, motherfucker, you know. But if you're going to be about other people and protecting other people, you can't sit quietly while shit happens to other people because you don't want to lose your spot or you don't want to lose your quote-unquote opportunity or you don't want to offend a friend who might be friends with the person doing this bad thing. When it comes down to morals, you either stand, you're either willing to die on that hill. Part of dying on that hill is not caring who stands in the way of your morals. Then she's calling people out and saying, uh, you know, don't ask, don't ask why women didn't come out sooner. Don't ask why people didn't say anything. Uh, it wasn't always their story to tell. And if I hear one more person saying any of this shit, then uh, give me your address because well, I'll fight you in the fucking street and, and and all of this. And like, come on, that that's that's fucking insanity. Number one, the reason why you're saying these things is because you're not gonna like the answers that come out. You, like, if you answer those questions, no one's gonna like those answers. Because when, you know, as far as Chrissy goes, Chrissy labeled herself queen of the combat zone. So if you're the queen of the combat zone, not only are you working for this creepy motherfucker, you are waving that flag. You're saying this is my fucking home. And when you say that, because Chrissy was easily the longest running female to ever be in CZW, ever. So if anyone saw the dirty shit that was going on, it had to be her. Now, maybe she understood how to protect herself. Maybe the things didn't directly happen to her. But she sat there, continued to work for a place that treated other women like shit. She didn't have to speak up on it, but she didn't have to stay there either. So as far as dying on the hill, that's a little crazy to play both sides of that. The other side of things is, if you're so willing to fight someone who has an opinion on the situation, I'm not really sure why you haven't run up DJ Hyde's lawn yet because he's the one that did this to all these people. So you're fighting mad, but you're looking to fight the next person that comments. 
You're looking to fight the person that, that feels something that has nothing to do with anything that happened. But the people who are directly involved with the things that have happened, you're not really waiting out front of his house. You're not threatening to fight him. You know what I mean? So it's it's a lot of picking battles. And the fact of the matter is, is so much of this goes on, even fucking um, JT Dunn. This this guy's a cuck. He's on fucking uh, uh, fucking Twitter talking about it's about time CGW, you know, uh, gets shut down for good. And uh, and then uh, he's saying that on a, I don't know if he said that on Lefisto's post or he comment. I'm not sure. And then Lefisto commented like, yeah, well, you know, with all the stuff that's coming out, keep everything you got. And uh, he's like, yeah, like you uh, or not. She said that after what he said next. He said, uh, DJ fucked up or he made a mistake by letting me be in all those meetings for all those years. I have all his dirt. And then Lefisto said, don't keep all you got with all that's coming out and this and that. So this guy wants it shut down so fucking bad. And he has all his dirt. He's holding it for what? What is the fucking gag order? People who are admitting, I can't wait till all this shit comes out. <clears throat> I want the place shut down. I have all his dirt. So what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you even saying that unless you're going to follow that with like a fucking tirade? Here's, here is his dirt. You know, I know all of his dirt, such as now start listing because you want the place shut down. What is there to lose? What are you clinging on to? Is this some like blackmail shit where you're waiting for a fucking PayPal notification? And then if you get that, you won't drop the fucking new. I mean, what the fuck is really going on? Are you are you fighting for this thing to get shut down because they're treating people so terribly? Because, I mean, like. I, I don't know. I I don't get that vibe. I don't get that vibe. And I think that's a lot of what it is. It's people who are sitting there feel a certain way about things. They feel their morals are going like, dude, DJ's a fucking scumbag. Look at the way he just talked to her. This guy every month with this shit. And then they're just like, okay, so what, what, oh, we're working the third Saturday next month. This isn't your job. This isn't your fucking physical relationship in life. This is so like staying in an abusive relationship you know, when it, it's your spouse, it's your, you know, your partner, you know, that goes a lot deeper. That goes into living conditions that goes into, you know, real, a whole different set of emotions. Sometimes children are attached. I mean, there, there's major things that go into, you know, abusive relationships as far as that goes. Wrestling, uh, you know, doesn't fall into those categories. The indie fucking wrestling, especially on, on the women's indie wrestling level, it's, it doesn't fall into that category. Or at least it has no business. Even if, you know, you talk yourself into that, that form of love with the fucking thing that you're really not that good at. Like, it, it's not that serious. It's not your job. You're not paying your fucking bills with it. And if you are... You're doing it with customs and fucking Amazon wish lists and fucking all the other, you know, the things that aren't via your athleticism. So it's like, you know, if you're not doing any of those things for any of those reasons, and it's really a hobby, it's really a hobby with a couple bucks to come out of it outside of all that other creep 
creep world that you fucking dabble in. Because outside of that, it's, it's just a fucking hobby. So to bury your morals because everybody's in agreement that this hobby is still really cool and we're still living this thing, so we can't tell on this guy that's doing something that's straight out morally fucking wrong. That's why motherfuckers don't like me because I'm a big fan of the Necro Butcher. Love the fucking Necro Butcher. I got a fucking shirt. I, you know, I, I'm fucking, I got his best of DVDs. I got all this thing. He, he goes and beats a woman. I'm like, fuck him. Oh, what do you mean? That's the necro. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear the thing when you punched the woman in the fucking head while she was sitting on the chair? Fuck him. Yeah. You know? And that's like, that's just how I feel about things. You know, people are doing, you know, disgusting things with animals. It's fucking Teddy Hart asshole dragging cats around in his fucking car. You know, this isn't, this isn't a gimmick. I don't. I don't I don't have like just a, a a thing I'm doing in order to get Teddy's attention or something like that. Like I, he enrages me by the things he does. Animals hit home with me more than anything. But I, I don't like people who beat women. I don't. I, I don't like it at all. And um you know, that's I, I don't really bend on that. Now, you know, and before that that side of things comes up, I, I Stop fucking with Sammy when I heard that he was abusive towards Chrissy. Again, that that all never really came like completely full blown public the way that I feel it should have based on what I heard. You know what I mean? Because this is all alleged. Because I I haven't you know heard that shit put out publicly in a way where I could say it for myself because I wasn't there. I don't doubt that it happened, and I say fuck that dude. And I'm not, I, I don't, I don't respect him like that anymore. You know, but that's, that's just the way that I felt. And he was, Sammy was one of my favorite fucking wrestlers, straight up. Why wasn't that shit put out fucking crazy publicly? Why isn't he not getting fucking bookings? Because he's viewed the way that he should be viewed. If these are the things that it, that, that had gone on. Like, why isn't that to protect somebody else? To, because he's friends with other people that you want to maintain friendships with. Because for a while it was the spot in CZW. What the fuck is CZW? Well, what is that? It's not a payday. It's not a television opportunity. None of these things are ever a fucking option. But when it came down to it, why not put this fucking guy in the light of the public that he should be in? Now, whether wrestling fans fucking buy it or not, because again, Necro's still getting fucking cheered and fucking pops and all this. And why? I think wrestling is for fucking retards. Exactly. And, you know, that's that's the thing. I have no problem hitting that fucking switch and be like, fuck that. Done. I'm surely not going to be working for them. In a hobby type facility because it's not again a, a main a main uh, income a main source of income you know especially when CZW was you know for the longest time just a once a month deal um, WSU was running like every three months or two months or some shit like this I don't give a fuck like you're not I mean you can't survive off of that I mean you have to make like top indie guy money to really be surviving off of, you know, two dates a month, you know, or something like that. Um, so I, you know, and I know, you know, women can tour and, you know, do a whole lot of shows and this and that, but really even women shows, there's, there's not that many, um, 
and that are going to pay you like top dollar to really, you know, survive off of. So it, it kind of leans in the area of that creep shit. But I, I just don't, I just don't think you could stay around in, in those fucking companies for that long. I'd be so dead set against the things that you're seeing. I don't think there's anything worth it in CCW or wrestling in general to continue to just bury your morals for the sake of somebody else not liking you stand, but standing by your morals. Cause I think you can get enough strong, legit, good fucking people behind you and be like, fuck that. I don't care if they don't like you anymore. Fuck that. I, then I don't like them, you know? And that's the type of group of people that, that I find comforting. Now that's a harder group to find. That's a way harder group to find. And you're going to find a lot more people that are just looking to agree with the next person. Cause otherwise he's got to deal with not being cool with this one. And then that one's friends with this one. So now you got to, there's a lot of bullshit. You got to deal with a lot of that. You know, the majority of this fucking planet thinks I'm a fucking asshole. I, I know who I am. I don't give a fuck about these people anymore. But I'll tell you what, I, you know, I, I am against fucking guys hitting women. I am against fucking animals being abused. I am against pedophiles. I am against that shit. And I don't really care. It doesn't matter how much I previously liked the person who did it, who they're friends with when they did it. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to tell you how I feel. So I, I just have a hard time with, with the, the straight up, uh, you know, the, the, the shock and awe that this guy would do what he did. Cause it's this last thing, honestly, isn't even the worst of the things he did. The last straw now, maybe because it was just, it was just enough. And the, like maybe the, the right word amongst that, that gross like porno shit that he was putting out is not, he was putting out, but you know what I mean? The company repackaged it as, you know, fill in the blank title. Maybe those, those titles hit a nerve, but the other shit that he was up to fucking booking hotel rooms and like, you know, forcing a girl to share a room with him and, and just like real creepy shit. And, uh, yeah, Sozio had pointed out that he, he would, like, hold fucking, like, holds a lot longer in training with the girls. Like, just shit like that should have just fucking, that's it. Like, you're all done, guy. That's it. Moving on, I guess we're going to have to wait for the next company to come along. But CCW is not the be-all, end-all. I'm not saying it would be right if it happened, but if it happened in, like, the WWE system and someone knew, like, this is my career, this is my life, this is do or die here, I got to fucking suck it up and try to make it work and try to avoid that creepy motherfucker. Cause like, I can't lose this job. That's CCW has never been that never fucking been. I can't lose this job. So I, I can't, I can't sympathize with somebody that, that allowed it to go on for that long. And I'm not just talking about Chrissy. I, that's the whole fucking crew of, of women that said these things, this happened, that happened. Then how many times did you work for him after that? Okay. You know, and, and then how many people did you warn and, and make sure that you know, this, this young, you know, girl coming up as, as a, as a student or as a young wrestler, how many did you prevent from going there? Because you knew that was a bad place for them to be. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, just doesn't work. You, there was so much just allowing to happen. So much was just allowed to happen. DJ was given a license to do this shit. Again, WSU was sold. 
to DJ. And all the women went, oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, right. I ain't trusting that motherfucker in a locker room like that. Fuck, fuck no. You know, if they all said that and there was just no one signing up, then it's it's a failed idea and he doesn't even get off the ground. You know, it's it's really it's really a choice that has to be made at some point or another. You know, you can't, you know, drop your kid off at Uncle Touchy's playground every fucking day and all fucking, you know, make jokes with your friends about like, you know, silly little fucking pedophile jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, but uh, when some shit happens, then you're like fucking over the roof, fucking outraged and setting fire to the property like. Maybe you just kept your fucking kid out of there. I mean, there's got to be a way to keep yourself safe. You see big red flags. Don't just fucking hang out, to, you know, near the red flags until some shit goes down. And then be like, I can't fucking believe this shit went down right next to the red flag. Like, that's crazy. I thought the red flag meant stop. And it would stop all of the things from bad happening to me. That's not the way red flags work. They're warnings. So, uh, you know, I don't get it just it's difficult you know i mean it's it's a terrible place to fucking be women you know overall to have to you know work around this dude and like i said maven's a creep too but uh, czw should be over because again it's tarnishing anything that was left of its legacy. You can go back and you can watch the old stuff and it's it's just not even the it's not in the same world as what's going on here. You know, and they're they're scraping it. You know, you're always going to get the young guys that want to come through there and work. But, you know, wrestlers have the ability to shut this shit down now. It, it's not, you know, it, it, the houses are small. Get rid of this shit. Just be like, nah, I'm not taking that booking. Sorry, busy. Nah, no thanks. Low-key managed to do that shit since fucking 2000. <laughs> when when he got into a fight with Rick Blade or, or some shit. Threw a chair in the locker room or something. And he hasn't worked there since. He's managed to, to not take a booking from CCW despite many, many times of them trying to book him since then. It's been 20 years of him not taking a CZW booking. I'm pretty sure everybody else could pull it off. You know? It's only going to take like two, three years if everyone holds together on that. It's just not going to, it's not going to survive. But, you know, I mean, got to get on the other side of this quarantine to even see. But, um, let me see what else I got. I don't know. Um, check out Jeremy over there. I got you five stars. He's, uh, what did he, he reviewed, uh, the acid cup, the second acid cup. Was it the second acid cup? Yeah, it was the second acid cup. I was trying to think number wise if there was like three, but then I was thinking acid fest. Acid fest had two. This was the second one of these, but whatever. So, uh, him and Eric, E dub, reviewed acid cup. So you can go check that out. He's still doing the interviews over there. Um, Eric, you know, he actually has his own podcast. It's called the I Wish This Was the Endangered Species, not the football team podcast. It's, uh, you know, I wish this was a whole podcast. 
about the guys who sung Hotel California instead of what it is about podcast. Um, you know, so you could always check him out. I said Joe Joe Numbers and them over there at the Wrestling Soup. Um, Andrew Carluck, False Count Radio. Check out Sozio over there struggling with Sozio doing his thing. Um, what else did I fucking miss? Somebody? I don't know. I don't think so. I say that, and then, like, as soon as I I fucking end the show, I'm like, I fucking forgot that person. And then, like, double down by saying, I don't think I forgot anybody. Uh, that's just, uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that's about all I got. Like I said, I, in closing about the CZW thing, it's just, it's fucking wrong. It's disgusting. DJ should have been stopped a long time ago. And that that's really the, the hole to it, you know? Um, a lot of these these women aren't aren't actually wrestlers, so they shouldn't be like fucking livid. Although it is their name being used in a way they didn't intend, and you know they have a right to be upset about it, whether they're great athletically or not. You know the the entire face of it is just not good. It's just not good at all to be expected out of DJ, but not good. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much that. Um, but. Like I said, if this thing keeps rolling on and people keep fucking working there and he's got a full roster of guys, full roster of girls, then, you know, look, lashing out at fucking fans and and people with opinions doesn't do anybody any good. This is really, you want to die on a hill, you know, you get together with your people there and you make sure that 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 company just goes away. You know, and and then that's that. The other thing, just I just remembered another comment. Um, Chrissy, I posted, you know, something like it's not, it's not funny to, uh, joke about domestic violence or something like that. Um, and and I don't know if this was tied to the DJ thing or whatever, but it, it tied to it in my brain. So even though, uh, DJ didn't have any domestic violence shit that I know of went on, but, um, this is, you know, another one of these things. It's like, no, no, it's okay to joke about everything. Bad jokes aren't okay. No one likes bad jokes, you know, because then it just becomes the exact topic that you were talking about and not a joke about the topic, the topic looking awkward out there, which usually is a negative topic. The majority of comedy is written about something negative, you know, that it's, it's some kind of comedic spin on this. And I am not ever signing up for a world because as far as I'm concerned, if you can't joke about this, you can't joke about that. You can't joke about this. You can't joke about that. You know, then, then fucking every comedian that I've ever liked doesn't get to exist. You know, uh, prior, um, Eddie Murphy, Dice, uh, Bill Burr, fucking Louis CK. I know Louis CK jerked off in front of people. I'm just saying, um, I mean, so many, so many, Kennison, fucking, like, none of these guys are allowed to exist. Their comedy isn't good. No one's trying to hear it. Uh, nothing. Like, uh, I, every fucking comedian, uh, Kevin Hart, fucking, you just go down the list. Every comedian you could possibly think of, Joey Diaz, for fucking sure. And, you know, all these comedians just can't exist anymore. They just can't because, I'm sorry, those things in comedy aren't funny. So you just have to avoid that topic altogether. 
So now when I get traction and you avoid that topic, well, this other group's going to want you to stop doing that topic too. So um, when we're all done, you get to just joke about your lawn, only your lawn, and um, be sensitive about like if you did buy grass seed from a specific store that you're not throwing shade at them for their quality and grass seed because that's offensive, could be their business, family run. You know, you, you want to take that family's house away because you're not happy with your lawn. Is that what you're looking to do? You know, maybe we should stop joking about lawns, too. It's just I'm sorry. I love comedy more than I ever loved wrestling. So when it becomes, you know, the wrestling business gets to allow fucking uh, actual pedophilia, actual animal abuse, actual woman abuse, drug abuse all over the fucking place, murder, fucking everything you could possibly fucking think of in the world of wrestling. That's allowed to happen for the sake of wrestling, staying intact and people staying employed into this wrestling and that wrestling. That That's allowed to exist. All those real actions, real actions and consequences. But words, oh no. We will put our fucking foot down for words. So that's, that's not – I'm going to take the opposite stance. None of that other shit flies. Words are just fine. We're going we're gonna to fucking make it through the words. Uh, all we got to do is just, like, not melt the fuck down when we hear them. That's all. That's all. Because they really don't mean anything. They mean exactly as much as you let them mean. It, words only have the power you give them. That's it. If you don't like any fucking thing that I'm going to say, and you already know because you heard some shit last week that, that you didn't like, and you said that this dude's always on that bullshit, and then you don't listen to the next show... My words have zero power with you because you don't even hear them. That, I mean, that's how easy that is. You know, when when women are being abused and shit within the wrestling business and people are keeping quiet and she keeps getting abused or over here this keeps happening and, and this fucking pedophile keeps getting booked and, and this and that happens and, and people keep tolerating it and going, yeah, I work on the show with them where, you know, it would take... People going, I'm not working there if he's working there. And it would just take a big enough name to, to top the fucking name that had the, the immoral shit going on. You know what I mean? All you'd have to do is get that top guy on the fucking team and just be like, just tell him you're not working the show if he's on it. And then that's it. That, that, that dude's blackballed out of the fucking business. Whether it be pedophile, animal abuser, woman abuser, you know. Those things are just gone based off of people fucking standing up and getting some fucking traction. But God forbid this one doesn't like you because that one doesn't like you, uh, you know, and, and the chain of command happens. Well, but let's flip the fucking coin and say that this word, it's 2020. You can't say it or you're the worst person on the planet. You're hanging out with way too many people that are worse. I'm not really trying to hear it. So that's pretty much all I got to say. Um, I think I plugged everything and uh, talk to you motherfuckers later. Oh, shit!